Today is Sunday, February 11th, 2024, and this... Will the Las Vegas Sphere show cleavage? ...is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 908. Las Vegas, Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas, and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. It's it's a big day. Super Bowl Sunday. The world is turning its attention to our beloved city of Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Megan from Portland, Oregon. We'll get to you in a minute, Megan. Um, It's not her fault you hit the wrong button. I know. I didn't hit the the button. That's the problem. Oh. Fucked it up. Anyway, everybody's going to be watching our favorite city. Mm-hmm. And all the excitement going on there. Part of me wishes I was there to witness the chaos. And Not the other me. part is like, oh, that would suck. No, no. There's a lot going I, on. Yeah, it's too many people for know, me there right now. I like the idea of it more than the reality of it, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to watch from afar. Right on. Well, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see all the... Hopefully they will do a good job with the coverage and won't have any outdated aerial <laughs> shots. I've got to think Super Bowl, they've got a budget. They've got big they've got money. drones. Yeah, and they're going to want to make sure and get all the stuff that's set up just for the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think we'll be seeing like... Aladdin. You know, <laughs> yeah, shots of... Shots of... Uh, New Frontier. Gone. It would be funny if they had one and didn't acknowledge it, but it was like 1973. <laughs> All right, we've got a lot of news to talk about this week, lots going on in Las Vegas, but before that, I always like to mention that our podcast is listener-supported, we appreciate our patrons so much, and I'd like to mention a few of them here. These folks have been around with uh, supporting us for a while, and they are Carl Stevens, Zach DeGroat, Dave Nasty, Mike McGuire, Greg Omo, and Clayton Wackholz. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We appreciate your support. If you'd like to find out what this is all about, support the show. Visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you, and we do truly truly appreciate it. All right, let's start with Fontainebleau. We've got a few things going on there. We'll be talking about this place for a long time because uh, it's still coming online. New stuff being added, new stuff being announced. And, changes uh, being made. Changes being made for sure. In fact, presidents being rotated. So far, so far, Maurice Wooden is still president of Fontainebleau. We should okay. probably do a weekly update. <laughs> <laughs> president Watch. All right. So, yes, Fontainebleau, after receiving much, much bitching online, has caved and is now offering tier matching to players club uh, members so if you've been waiting for it and you weren't able to get in on it during that first night when they were open you can indeed take your higher level players card from 
another casino and and shove it <laughs> in front of a fountain flu employee and they will match your tear there you go there are details on their website i'm not going to go through all the this matches to this this matches to this because it's very detailed uh for the time being with the match i was surprised by this we'll see if it changes i'm assuming it will uh some of their tiers include like a hundred dollar dining certificate and a hundred dollar spa not certificate, but credit mm-hmm. and $100 spa credit. And some of them are higher than that. Do you know if their spa's open yet? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of times with tier matching at other properties, they have had a disclaimer that those benefits are only if you've earned your points. So they're not for tier matching. They have not done that here. So, so far the reports are that those are included, but I won't be surprised if... After the first few weeks, they have tons of people who are coming in just using their free food. And then leaving. Yeah, their food credit and then not spending any money. And they're like, "What? this is not... Beneficial to us. So we'll see. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Um, Yeah, time will tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, This program for matching is limited time. It's through June 2nd. So if you want to do this, uh, you're going to have to get down there, but... Like I said, check the Fountain Blue website under the Players Club information, and uh, you can find out which tier you qualify for. Such exciting news. All right, something new has been announced. It's not opening until July, but it was announced in conjunction with Super Bowl festivities. There's a new attraction coming to Fountain Blue called the Hall of Excellence. It's a sports memorabilia attraction. It's, it's not a hall featuring their past presidents? just the they should have a hallway that's just the remember on the early seasons of survivor when they would pay tribute to their fallen um teammates yes and they would see a picture of them and reminisce yep and and sometimes it was super awkward because it's like i only was with this person for five seconds Yeah, i don't remember this person yeah they could do that with the the past presidents of fontainebleau and the current president could walk along there and reminisce about the things that they got wrong. Mm-hmm. The Hall of Excellence, however, is a sports memorabilia attraction featuring memorabilia from the collections of sportscaster Jim Gray. Didn't know he was a big memorabilia collector, but apparently he is, as well as Tom Brady. Who is that? He's a quarterback in the football league. Okay. Yes, they are um, former quarterback. They are going to. Uh, they they were announcing it this week. They had his all his Super Bowl rings on display, mm. and apparently that'll be part of it when it opens. So, if you're into sports memorabilia, I'm sure this will be a very interesting and attractive attraction, <laughs> as all attractions should be. There is a new restaurant that has opened at Fontainebleau. Um, this is one of those semi, it's not really exclusive, but, um, you know, the, 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 it's a 12 seater. So we've seen this at some other places. You get a, uh, a tasting menu. This one is called, Do you get a, to taste the menu it's itself? A, no, well you could, I suppose. It's a Japanese omakase restaurant. It's called Ido, presumably named after legendary judge Lance Ido. I don't know. <laughs> Wonder what happened to Lance? Is he still alive? I don't keep up. He kind of disappeared after the OJ trial. He, n- not a lot of follow up on that. I'll have to look into that. After Which is the show. okay because he didn't try to, you know, parlay it into something else. 
unlike other people who were involved in those shenanigans. Here comes a judge like Ito, just like Aretha with a sack of Fritos. We're getting funky till the kingdom come. Tito, here's your tissue, son. What was that? Obscure Prince. Very obscure. What's the song? It's a remix. <laughs> oh, boy. It's the big city remix of The Good Life. Okay. Not even released in... Well, I don't know if that... No, I don't think it was released in the U.S. I've got a lot of junk in my brain that I remember a Judge Ito lyric from a remix of a Prince song from 1995. Was that Prince or was that New Power Generation? New Power Generation, but it was uh, it was Prince on that one. Prince was yeah. doing the vocals on that mm-hmm. one. Wow. <laughs> Didn't even know that was up there. <laughs> anyway, you want to hear about Ito? That was a delightful tangent. <laughs> I know. it is. Uh, you never know what you're going to hear on this shit show. Ito is part of Poodle Club, which is the exclusive members-only club at the top of Fontainebleau. However, Ito is not members-only. You can make reservations online. Do you have to wear a members-only jacket? I would hope not. You probably should be respectively dressed. Oh, here we go. Already? Jesus Christ. Why? Why? All right. That chaos happened earlier than... I wonder usual. if there are people at home playing like an at-home version of this where they are, they set an over-under for when Max is going to show up. <laughs> if you don't do that, I encourage you to. It'll make the show more entertaining. All right. Anyway, Ito is what we were talking about. And this restaurant has two seatings nightly, except for, Mon- uh, except for Sunday and Monday. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 6 p.m. or 8.45. You can be seated. And now I'm wishing you'd written this section as a wrap. I, I can't write it. I can only perform others. Mm. Um, maybe you'll get some more later. Who knows? You never know what's going to pop up. All right. So they um, they haven't given a ton of details on here. Like I don't. It doesn't say how many courses it is. It may vary. Mm. But the one thing that they do tell you is the price: four hundred bucks per person. That does not include beverage tax or gratuity. And they're very strict. If you show up late, you're not going to get the courses you missed. You're going to start in where they're at with the other patrons. And uh, if you don't cancel within 72 hours before the reservation, you're out of luck. And rescheduling or reducing the party size counts as a cancellation. I noticed all these disclaimers. If it's within the 72 hours. Within the 72. I was, yes, I was fascinated by all their disclaimers. I understand why they do it, though. Oh, yeah. It's, people want to get in. Yep. So there you go. And the cancellation fee is the full 400 bucks. So if you're going to make a reservation... Make sure you're going to show up. Make sure you're going to go. If anybody does this, let us know how it is, especially if you've done other similar small restaurants, um, small upscale restaurants, and you can talk about how how it compares. Yeah, I'd like to see how it compares to the one at Cosmo with Jose Andres. No, they do have a companion restaurant in the food hall at Bon Blue called Bar Ito. So if you just want to try some of the sushi but not the... uh, the Not whole, the full four hundred dollar experience. Yeah, it's probably it's the, the lesser grade fish. <laughs> that might be the title of the show. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's happening at Fontainebleau. Moving along, there's uh, with the Super Bowl. I think there was a rush. Not necessarily a rush, but there was a um, a push for new stuff to open before the Super Bowl because a lot of people in town. Good time to maybe get some attention for new stuff. And one of those things is Pinky Ring. That's Bruno Mars' new jazz bar at Bellagio. It's technically opening tomorrow, but I'm wondering if maybe tonight there will be a VIP thing. Yeah. That's my guess. Bruno's band, The Hooligans, is going to be the house band for the first couple weeks, so I fully expect you're going to see Bruno Mars showing up from time to time in the next couple weeks. 
I don't believe he has anything on his tour schedule. So if you're hanging around Bellagio, you might want to go to Pinky Ring. It is open nightly from 5 p.m. to 2 or 3 a.m., depending on the day of the week. Reservations are available. I want to go through the reservations here. Okay. Now, the pricing isn't horrible. The, the reservation pricing is your uh, minimum spend. Uh, they have the champagne room, not to be compared. Not to be confused with the strip club champagne room. <laughs> you will not get sex from Bruno Mars in the champagne room, but this is the lowest reservation option. It's only 50 bucks for a minimum spend for two people, up to two people. Um, two hour maximum there, so you can't stick around all night for 50 bucks. Uh, the upper lounge, 150 bucks for two with a maximum of two hours or a $300 spend for four people. Again, two-hour max. Center stage is 300 bucks for up to four people, two-hour max. The VIP, $400 spend for up to eight people. They give you an extra half hour, two-and-a-half-hour maximum stay on that one. Uh, they... Say on the website that fashionable attire is required. So you won't be going anytime so soon. <laughs> I will be out. I was already rejected entry into that space when it was a different venue. I've told the story on here a hundred times. I'm mm-hmm. still very, very bitter at our friend Mikey. And um, I would imagine the same scene would play out at Pinky Ring. But it's going to be a good addition to Bellagio, I think. And I look forward to hearing about um, Bruno potentially showing up and... Um, other similar similar things. If anybody goes, let us know how it is. It seems like it'll be a good experience. The new Wolfgang Puck restaurant at Mandalay Bay, Karame, is now open. Well, it was supposed to open on Friday. Whether or not it did or not, I don't know for sure. Uh, this is replacing his previous restaurant, Lupo. They've just rebranded probably a new menu. This is a fine dining Italian restaurant. Uh, no hours yet were listed on the Mandalay Bay website. No reservations were showing yet. So even though it was they were promoting that it was opening on Friday, not able to make a reservation, not mm-hmm. certain that it happened. The long, long delayed Emmett's at Fashion Show Mall has an opening date. This was announced two, I think over two years ago, and it had a bunch of delays because there was some litigation over who the owner was yep. and all kinds of nonsense. Uh, this one, I would think they probably wanted to open by the Super Bowl. You would think. Because it's after uh, it's named after uh, Emmett Smith, NFL legend. Mm-hmm. So this is a steakhouse. And it's about time we get a steakhouse on the Las Vegas Strip. That's all I know. <laughs> February 26th is the opening date, according to the Review Journal. Again, the website has not yet been updated. It still has the weird text about ownership. It's like you can tell they put this up when the lawsuit happened. Mm -hmm. Like, despite what you've heard, it's a very odd disclaimer. Uh, It's going to be open from 11 to 11 daily, and if you want to check it out when the website does get updated, that website is emmetsvegas.com. I think this is the former Sugar Factory space at... at, um, fashion show which i'm not familiar with but you're not familiar with fashion show it's a big no mall. i'm familiar with fashion there. show i'm oh. not familiar with the sugar factory space no, because we walked by and made fun of it many times but never dined there yeah all right let's move to dining downtown uh, nacho daddy has moved the new location is now open and where is that new location it's going to be real hard to find located next to the previous location i think this is a bigger space so they just shifted down one, I think it used to be a cigar shop or something before. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so that's there now. So if you're looking for it and you walk to the old space and you notice it's closed, walk like another 20 feet and then you'll see it. And there it is. All right, we've got some, uh, This I don't know if this is an exclusive or not, but this just came in via listener um, by email last night. I want to thank Mark for sending this our way. El Cortez, some dining, well, kind of dining changes happening there. <laughs> Food and beverage uh, change there. The longtime subway location. Would you call that dining? At It's eating. At uh, El Cortez has closed. It's all walled off right now. And there is a sign up promoting a new tenant coming soon, Starbucks. Now, I'm not a coffee drinker as oh, has we, been... Well, we know. Well we are documented, very... Yes. Well documented. However, I'm all in favor of this change. Mm-hmm. Major, major smell upgrade for El Cortez. Yeah. That part of the casino... Because the subway smell is not confined to the subway. It, it no. spreads to... It's definitely adjacent locations. That, that whole uh, lower area of the casino mm-hmm. by the elevators and the and the gift shop and all that. That yep. whole area smelled like Subway. Mm-hmm. Probably will for another six to seven years. Because can you imagine if you worked at a Subway? Oh, I've got to think it's like however long you work there, it takes twice that amount for the odor of the bread to leave your skin. Mm-hmm. It's got to be just a permanent. It just gets absorbed. Ugh. It's such a weird smell, too. No other bread smells like that. No. Yeah. So anyway, the Subway bread smell will be gone from El Cortez. And, I don't know. Uh, coffee is... they Sometimes they put coffee tins in perfume shops so you can like neutralize. Now Max is drinking aggressively. That's nice. <laughs> and soon you'll be drinking aggressively. Uh, I might. I might have to... <laughs> um, so the coffee smell might neutralize the bread smell. I like the coffee smell, even though I'm not a coffee drinker. The coffee smell is delightful. Mm-hmm. It's the only part of it that I, well, I guess the caffeine would be nice, but um, not so much the taste and or pooping. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you go. If you're looking for, a, a, there's finally a Starbucks in Las Vegas. Thank goodness. Oh, thank God. It's not open yet. We don't have an opening date. And I want to thank Mark again for sending this our way. All right. Also downtown, moving off of restaurants. If you've ever been on Fremont Street and thought, you know what would be fun? I'd like to rent a vehicle right now. Not just a car, but a very sporty vehicle with only three wheels. I'm talking, of course, about the Polaris Slingshot. Are those, I wonder, I don't know why I'd be asking you. You're not going to know any more than I am. Are those classified technically? I mean, you have to have a driver's license for one of those. It's like a mini. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what it's considered. It's not an all-terrain vehicle. It's not really a car because it only has three wheels. I wonder what is it, it is. Is it an El Camino? No. I mean, it's... No. El Camino is... It's not a car. It's not a truck. That's... Yeah. Anyway, so a player slingshot is... A, if you've never seen one, it's got two front wheels, one rear wheel. It's very sporty looking. Um, so I guess you, you know, if you want to tool around, you're going to be able to do that probably. Is it like a motorized tricycle? But it's a reverse tricycle because it's two in the front instead of two in the back. Ah, uh, yes. Instead of one big wheel. And it's larger. It's not, I mean, it's not like a, No, it's I don't not know like what a, it is, yeah. but, uh, anyway, you might be Clearly able to. Clearly I'm not, I don't have the mental picture that you do. You might want to, uh, you might be able to rent one soon. There are plans afoot for a rental desk at Binion's. On, the rental desk could be right outside on Fremont Street. 
and uh, it'd be open from eight to eight daily if this gets approved and goes through. And then you can pick up your vehicle at the valet and tool around downtown. But not on Fremont Street. No, that's not open to vehicles. There's no opening date yet. This hasn't formally got approved. They just have plans in place moving through the bureaucracy that is the Las Vegas city government. So if you want to go visit the arts district. There you go. You can get a slingshot. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Polaris slingshot. So Polaris, they make snowmobiles, don't they? Yep. So snowmobiles and sporty little non-cars. Anyway, there you go. Another change that has not been announced and uh, may or may not happen, but is in the works apparently, is at Venetian. This is a big one because Venetian is... Uh, they're pretty well known for their poker room. Amidst so many smaller poker rooms closing, Venetian is one that has um, remained in place for all these years, and it seems that they might be moving to a new space for their poker room. And I say this because a construction permit was filed a couple days ago, a $6.5 million project that includes this description build out gray shell space into poker room with service bar, back of house offices and restrooms. The new space will receive raised flooring, interior walls and ceiling, 50 poker tables, interior finishes, carpet and tile floor finishes and movable partition wall. So that sounds like, I don't know exactly where the currently unused space is that they're at least tentatively planning on turning into a poker room, but keep an eye out for that. If you're a poker player, they may be relocating to a new poker room in the near future. All right. Uh, speaking of new stuff, Treasure Island. We've discussed this based on some permit filings, and it's now official, and it's now open. They do have an arcade now. The Cove Bar and Arcade opened recently. They have arcade games, golf simulators, duck pin bowling, all that fun stuff. It's open from 11 a.m. daily until 1 or 2 a.m., depending on the day of the week. It's located right by the Mystere Theater. So you can go watch a bunch of weird French clowns and then uh, <laughs> play some Papa Shot or something. There are also plans at Treasure Island for the recently closed Marvel Avengers station space. I think that's above Walgreens. And uh, they have signs up now. <laughs> I like that. I think it's above Walgreens. Conveniently located above Walgreens. One of 50 on the Las Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. It's in that general area. Uh, they have signs up that are promoting a new attraction, uh, according to photos posted by VegasChanges.com. It's called Sins of the Sea, a Pirate Odyssey. So, you know, they're they're going with the pirate theme, which is good. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what this is. I get the feeling, based on the website of the company that is running it, which is the same one that runs ran Marvel Avengers, it looks like it's some probably going to be some sort of virtual reality thing. So you're going to like put on a headset and go back in time and watch the uh, pirate show that used to be a <laughs> the, TI? The different iteration, iterations of the pirate show. First there's your old one, then there's Sirens. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know when this is going to... Oh, I guess opening this summer is what they're saying. We don't have an official date yet. We have some entertainment news as well. We've got a lot of stuff this week. Mariah Carey is returning. She's doing a limited engagement at... Dolby Live this time around at Park MGM. Her new show is called Celebration of Mimi Live. She's going to be doing eight shows in April. Tickets are already on sale through Ticketmaster. Looks like they're about a hundred bucks and up. With a uh, hundred bucks for the 
seats in the way back. Four level, 400 yeah. level section. Looks like tickets are selling fairly well for Good. this. I also looked at that show we talked about last week, Los Bukis, mm-hmm. which one of our um, our listeners, I was emailing with Carlos, and he, uh, he was telling me that this will have no problem selling out. Mm-hmm. They're very popular. Cool. He referred to them as kind of the Smiths of Mexico. To which I said, well, then the shows will never happen because the Morrissey of Mexico will cancel at the last minute. <laughs> I don't know if he appreciated my joke. I did not hear back. But What did he mean the by the Smiths of Mexico? I don't know. That they're super popular and people have been wait, clamoring. Clamoring for, for them to return? I guess. Okay. Um, so yeah, anyway, that seems to be selling really well too. I looked I, Since I was looking at Mariah's seating, I looked at that. I just pulled up a few random shows. And yeah, seems to be selling very well. There are still tickets available, but... Um, but if you want to sit in a certain spot or get a certain price level, you might want to move on it. Yeah, and you're probably going to end up in the 300 level uh, at this point on the sides. Most of the most of the premium seats are gone, but you know, there's always resale too. So there you go, Mariah Carey. Welcome back, Mariah. Uh, Christina Aguilera has been doing some shows at Voltaire. Now she uh, started her residency there and then immediately canceled some shows because she said she was ill. Um, Those have been rescheduled for April 12th and 13th, and she's added about a dozen more shows. And this is good news because I had read a report early on that tickets weren't selling real well, Hmm. but uh, I suspect otherwise if they're adding shows. Yeah. So uh, the shows are being added through August. If you're a Christina Aguilera fan, want to see her in a small, intimate space, this would be the place to do it. I would... Love to see somebody in that venue. I'm not sure who it is that I would justify paying. I know. Yeah, there might be somebody at some point. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're going to do that. We're going to take a long nap during the day because the shows usually start really late. (laughs) Because we're old. We're old. Another show that has added some additional dates is Dita Las Vegas. This is Dita Von Tisa's show at Jubilee Theater at Horseshoe. And she is adding an additional day. So tickets must be selling well on her current Thursday through Saturday run. Uh, Beginning on March 27th, there's a Wednesday show as well. And she currently has shows scheduled through June. But I would imagine if they're uh, adding a day that they'll probably be extending the show as well. Good. So good for her. And one more. Over at Harris, longtime Las Vegas performer Donny Osmond has extended his current residency through mid-November. Hooray for Donnie. (laughs) All right. We got through that crazy hodgepodge of news. Did it excite you? Some parts of it did. Oh, which parts? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later. (laughs) Okay. I can't (laughs) wait to find out. Uh, Was it my rapping? Yes. Oh. All right. I'll I'll come up with some other rapping exclusively for you during the Super Bowl. I'll put on my own halftime show and it'll be all my rendition of classic. No, not even classic. Obscure, only Prince-related rap <laughs> numbers. Okay. It'll be a, quite a treat for you. Did Prince rap that or did Tony M? That was, uh, no, that was well after Tony M left. Okay. That was Prince. It was, yeah. Okay, moving along. Nobody cares about this. We've got a few <laughs> phone calls we're going to take this week. Let's start it off with this one. Hi, I'm Megan from Portland, Oregon, and I go on the Vegas girls' trip with Lisa from Portland also. And we decided to spend the evening at the Fontainebleau. Lovely, lovely place. 
we had dinner at Mother Wolf. We played the slots. We played the craft table. Absolutely beautiful. They've hired wonderful, lovely, engaging staff, and the bathrooms are beautiful. The lacquer blue walls are gorgeous, and brushed grass fixtures. The hand towels are luxurious, and there's tissues for blotting your lipstick. It's a beautiful experience here. The ceilings are so high and gorgeous. You just have a wonderful experience. Okay. Please use this one instead of the other one. Bye. That was her second take. <laughs> that happens sometimes. She accidentally revealed Lisa's uh, full name and identity and Lisa's in witness protection and didn't want to be revealed on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the call, Megan. Yeah. Appreciate that. And uh, Olonzo, you better watch yourself. We got another bathroom reviewer <laughs> here. I do have to agree with her review. The bathrooms are aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, no, you went uh, you went and checked out. Did you check out just one or was it two different? It was at least two. Up, I know on the second level. Yeah. Um, they have a similar theme with the the high ceilings and the blue color and the the brass accents. and. Lovely. Yes. Good. Did you experience the men's room so. at all? I don't think I did experience the <laughs> men's room. I'll have to do that sometime. Check it out. I'm waiting for Alonzo's review, but he hasn't made it over there yet, apparently. So yeah. Alonzo's got other stuff going on. I know. He's probably, uh, what if he's on a world tour of restrooms and calling other podcasts that are <laughs> dedicated to other cities? That's his whole jam. That would be awesome. That'd be hilarious. See, these are the things I make up in my mind, you know, when I'm just between podcasts, I have all these, uh, all this fan fiction about our listeners that I'm creating, and it's just a weird existence. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our next caller. Hey, Tim and Michelle, this is Chris from Yorba Linda, California. I made my trek back to Vegas after a long two years, and I just want to do a quick trip report. Stayed at Aria with uh, my Vegas two-night comp stay. Um, I tried to get a two-queen room instead of the king room, and when I tried to ask for that at check-in, they told me that they were fully uh, booked and unavailable. Then I proceeded to pull up their own website, and it showed they had three different options of queen rooms available. Then they got me in there right away. So Checkmate. they were BSing me for whatever reason. I paid for the upgrade, so whatever. Uh, that was the only real negative in my trip. Won a little money. Uh, ate at Moneyline Pizza. It was actually really good. We uh, went to Tom's Watch Bar at uh, New York, New York. Watch the Lions. And uh, whoever they were playing, they lost 49ers. And their food was incredible. It was really good. And then um, said my goodbyes to Tropicana. I have a special place for that place in my heart, even though it sucks. Nice to see the butthole lamps again. And uh, quick tip food item that was delicious. So in the Aria food court, Wexler's Deli, they have a pastrami bagel and egg sandwich. It's freaking incredible. That's all. Enjoy the show. Bye. All right. Thanks for the report. Sounds like you ate well. Mm-hmm. Had some good experiences. Glad that you got to pay one more visit to Tropicana. Yep. I'm still a little sad about the lions. I got a little attached there. Yeah, you got to be careful. I know. You don't want to find yourself with a team again. No, that did not work out. Yeah, especially the so lions because well. yeah. they have Vikings tendencies. They do. It's been a good. It's been a good uh, twenty-five years. How long has it been since we bailed on the Vikings? Yeah, since ninety-nine. 99. Yeah, 
been good not having an attachment to a team. Mm-hmm. Much better for the stress levels. It is. All right. And we've taken that energy and devoted it to the twins in the wild. Sure. And the uh, unnamed women's hockey team. Oh, now. they're awesome. I've been watching them a lot. Yeah. All right. We have one more call. This one made my week. Hey, Tim. This is Dr. Starfish, president of the Association of Proctologists. And I got to tell you, Tim, once uh, the people at the association heard about your Save the Butthole Light campaign, we were really excited. Tim, we're 100% behind you on this, right behind you, one hand on your shoulder. You know, as a proctologist, I just have to tell you that I'm really proud of you. And, you know, starting a campaign like this, this is going to be a movement. And sometimes movements are hard to get out and get moving. Well, I recommend that you elevate your feet, sit down, maybe put the feet on a stool, even elevate it on a folding towel on the ground. Um, You know, we're not just going to give you advice. We're going to be right in there with you. We're not afraid to get our hands dirty. If it means that we have to raise a stink on social media, we're going to raise a stink on social media. And finally, as a board-certified proctologist, Tim, i got to tell you, you're 100% right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are a steaming pile of shit. Certified. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Thank you for that call. Appreciate that. I appreciate the excitement building around that my Save the Butthole Lights campaign. Mm-hmm. That we have an official endorsement from the Proctology Association, one of the few associations I don't do work for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But <Like> you could. <laughs> um, that's wonderful. Thank you very much for that call. I do appreciate it. All right. We've got a few karma donations this week to thank some folks for, including Jason and Stacy heading to Cosmo the day after the Super Bowl for 50 hours in Vegas. Ooh, that's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you. Yes. It's good vibes for very first hand pain, being able to stay up late. You only have 50 hours. You're going to want to put sleep on the old back burner. Yeah. I hope that it works out for you. Okay, Nathan, longtime listener from San Francisco, heading to Vegas to eat, gamble, check out the Super Bowl experience with the family. Absolutely love your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to try this karma donation. Hopefully, I'll win big. I hope so. Hope that works out for you. At the very least, I hope you have a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Appreciate your support of the show. Brandon. Brandon sent me an email this week <laughs> that was um, a trip report from a previous trip that he had pretty much showed his uh, that he had been binge listening to the podcast. And he had managed to work in, it was a fictitious report, but he had managed to work in pretty much everything I've ripped on for the last year on the <laughs> podcast as part of his supposed experience. There's a karma donation for a six-night trip with his wife and random friends throughout the week. Oh, it's fun meeting random friends throughout the week. Uh, longest stay in Vegas, going to be at Park MGM. Brandon, have a wonderful time. Yes. And hope you uh, survive the six-nighter. Mm-hmm. And friend- enjoy your time at Samstown. What? <laughs> I'm assuming. I I was thinking he was probably ripping on Samstown in his email. I don't think he mentioned Samstown. Really? No. What did he mention? Uh, Steely Band cover, Steely Dan cover band, uh, immersive experiences. Um, oh, he did raise something, raise a point inadvertently. Yeah. He mentioned the uh, Game of Thrones immersive attraction. What the mm-hmm. fuck happened to that thing? That was announced. More than a year ago, 
for Horseshoe. They're mm-hmm. going to build a thing outside of Horseshoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck happened to that? I don't know. Where are my goddamn dragons? <laughs> I know you love you some dragons. I don't think they've it's done It's the year of the dragon. Like... You'd think they'd try to time I that I for... They fucked it up. Yeah. It must have been one of those things where they put out an announcement looking for investors and uh... it didn't pan out. Anyway, moving along, another karma donation. Our friend Derek from Unmapped Brewing, a quote, work trip <laughs> happening beginning today, making a beer with Las Vegas Brewing Company on cool. Tuesday. That's awesome. Going back to drink it in April during the Craft Brewers Conference, hoping for some dice karma. I hope you get it. He said, congratulations on 900 shows, and thank you both for everything you do. Well, thank, well, thank you for you. supporting us, Derek. We appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful time, quote, working. <laughs> And I uh, hope that the, the beer is awesome. All right, finally, Ryan and Carrie, a non-July, non-anniversary trip in honor of our firstborn turning 21. Yay. Do they specify that the 21-year-old is going along with them? Let's see. We are continuing the tradition, oh yeah, of my dad to indoctrinate each child to the glory of Vegas. What a great family tradition that yes. is. Happy birthday, Aiden. Happy birthday. All the good luck to you, and thanks, Leah, for celebrating with us. Yay. Hope you guys all have a great time. Yes, Thank have you so a wonderful much. time. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I can't believe his child is 21 already. You know him? Yes. Former work co-worker, is mm-hmm. that what it was? All right. Thanks for listening. Glad that you didn't get sick of her when you were working with her. Him. <laughs> no, I'm talking to him. Oh, me. <gasps> Rude. I know, I'm horrible. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. I don't think I have any former coworkers listening to this. If I do, I'm not aware of it. Hmm. But if you're out there, welcome. Make yourself known so I can edit myself <laughs> if necessary. All right. What if the person who said breakfast is, is a diehard listener? <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. As always, 500bymidnight.com is the website. Dear Tim and Michelle questions can go to 500gmail.com. And we have a voicemail line. You heard it earlier, and we'd love your calls at 702-866-9494. Give us a call with your reviews, Vegasy thoughts. You might hear them on the show. We will be back soon with another show. Until then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.